views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our good news segment. Today, we've got some really interesting information, but also several calls to action. You're going to hear from Jennifer Williamson of Sodesco Stop Hunger Foundation and Tom Nelson from Share Our Strength. He's the president there. This is a season of hunger. And we're going to share some information, which I'll tell you about in a minute, on how to provide reliable access to food for kids. Also in our good news segment is Kyle Anderson. Look it. This is on everybody's mind. Tips and techniques to save for college. And then wrapping it up is Dr. Harrison joining us here today. That's Dr. Michael Harrison talking about tech-centric what is it? And what is it that he's going to share with us about cancer immunotherapy as approved initial treatment for certain people with advanced bladder cancer? So during this interview, you're going to hear from Jennifer and Tom about what a season of hunger really is. Why is it important for us to get on board with how to provide reliable access to food for kids during the summer? Well, why the summer? What is it that happens in the summer? Well, guess what? School is out. Lunch programs no longer exist, but it's not taking care of the problem. It doesn't take care of the problem that we have about our kids and about feeding them. So you're going to hear lots of information, lots of data, all of the above about what needs to be done. It's a very insightful report, as well as now, you know, statistics on millions and millions of children nationwide. And I don't know about you, but every time I think about the fact that there may be a child in this country that doesn't have food on the table, it makes me a little bit crazy. So you're going to hear from them. You're also going to hear uh, from Jennifer and Tom about what you can do. Next is Kyle Anderson. And guess what? Those of us that know what it's like to have to save for college, you're going to hear about something really important. You're going to hear about awareness for the 529 plans and what does it mean for setting educational savings goals. This is about a certain kind of investment that you're going to hear about that I know I didn't know about and I know many other people didn't know about. But what is it about that 529 plan that can act as college saving tool? And what are some of the potential options you're going to learn about? You're going to learn about what the plan is, 
What does it mean to save for education day? And why is awareness about that 529 college saving plan so very, very low? Yeah, most people don't even know about it. And then, um, you know, here's a conversation that I had with Dr. Harrison about advanced bladder cancer. There's very little that we know about it. And there's very little that we know about what to do about it. You know, you're going to hear some information about, you know, is it common? Is it not common? What are the signs? What are the symptoms? And, you know, this is really super important. And I find this super important for women is because there are many, many things that we we know about ourselves. But one of the few things we know is what this really is about. What are the signs? What you, what should we pay attention to? And what are some of the things and questions that we should be able to ask our doctors about this? He's also going to bring to the table his area of expertise about the nervous system, what we should know, what's happening for people that are experiencing this advanced form of cancer. So stay tuned, everybody. This is our good news segment. We've been doing at least one of these a month. And all I want to say to all of you is that, uh, boy, it's a new way for us here at the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio to bring information firsthand and first. All right, stay tuned. Here it is. Listen while you work. Streaming live on any device. Tune in to the Transformation Radio Network. Visit transformationradio.fm. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do, for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Take us with you on that morning commute. Download your favorite podcast from the Transformation Radio Network. Just visit transformationradio.fm. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Imagine a world where good news, positive information and stories were the mainstream. Tell us your positive story. Hashtag positivity rules. You are listening to the Transformation Radio Network. Miss any shows during the week? Don't worry, we've got you covered. With the free Transformation Talk radio app, you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand. 
Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices. Check out our app in the App Store and Google Play Store today. everybody, welcome. As I said, we are so excited to bring you our good news segment for uh, the Dr. Pacho and Transformation Talk Radio. I am so eager to share with you um, two incredible people, Jennifer Williamson and Tom Nelson, joining me here today. You know, this show is about hunger, a season of hunger, providing reliable access to food for kids during the summer months. And, you know, Jennifer is here, uh, Sodexo Stop Hunger Foundation board member and is senior vice president uh, of branded communications for Sodexo in North America. Now, Sodexo has contributed more than 29 million over the past 20 years to help feed children in America impacted by hunger. Tom Nelson serves as the president of Share Our Strength, a national nonprofit that is ending childhood hunger in America through the No Kid Hungry campaign. You know, one of the things that literally stops me in my track and brings tears to my eyes is watching children, kids go hungry. Now, why am I so jazzed about talking with people that also uh, cry over this? Jennifer Williamson and Tom Nelson here in a minute. Well, here's why. For those of us that know what it knows what it's like to be homeless, homeless before our 18th birthday, we know about hunger. But more importantly, we know that there are millions of kids that don't have enough to eat. And what am I talking about? In the United States. Jennifer Wilson joining me here today. Tom Nelson joining me here today. Um, both of you, thank you and welcome to the show. Great, thank you for having us. Now, Glad to Jennifer, be with you. Yeah, let, let's start. Let, listen, let's start out, Jennifer, with you a little bit, and let's talk about the Hunger Foundation that you represent as the board member. Um, both of you come here and represent personal passions. Uh, what is it about this campaign? What is it about this level of awareness, Jennifer? Let's start with you. What is it about this that brings you to a call to action every day? Yeah, thank you so much for that question. So the Sodexo Foundation has actually been around for the past 20 years. And the commitment of that foundation has been unwavering for the past 20 years. And it's all focused on ending hunger in America. And most recently, we became even more laser focused on ending childhood hunger mm -hmm. in America. And the way that we do that is by forging partnerships, um, raising awareness, raising raising money, and, and just shining a light on this cause. And one of the ways we do that is through our partnership with Share Our Strength. Um, and Tom and, and his team have been fabulous partners yeah. for us. And I'll let Tom, you know, to say a little bit more about, you know, some of the issue here. Good, Tom. And from you, same question. I mean, before you even hopping out of the bed, you know, what is it that gets you fired up every day about this? Well, Dr. Pat, it's 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 partly what you said. Uh, it's pulling at your heartstrings the tragedy of of realizing the fact that uh, in this country, one in six children struggle with hunger. In Washington State, it's actually a little bit worse. It's one yep. in five. So mm -hmm. it's it's that that 
sadness, the tragedy of the problem. But the other side of what motivates me personally is that we've got a solution. Uh, we have ways to make sure kids get the food they need in this country. And, and that brings a smile to my face. It makes me feel good that we are, in fact, solving this problem. The problem is, frankly, more acute during the summer. And we'll talk about that. Uh, but there are also solutions for the summer. So this is something that together we can solve. Yeah, I think the part of this really that gets our attention, if I may, is the fact that you're right. We're coming up on a holiday weekend. For those of you, you may be listening to this after the holiday. The point is we are running to the store to buy more food than we can eat. And there's always been a question in my mind about this. What if every grocery store could donate one penny for every dollar? This is what the, where my brain goes about this stuff, right? And I think one penny, and people say to me, and I want to hear from both of you, they say, Pat, that's not going to do it. That's not going to make a difference. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. I don't, I'm not so sure. Yeah. Jennifer, what do you think? I mean, we've got to do something here. Yeah, I mean, and every single little bit makes a difference, right? And I think part of the issue is when you hear these number numbers, they're staggering. They're 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 they seem insurmountable. But then when you take it back to the local level, that's where we start to make a difference, right? And that's where I think every business owner, every business has an opportunity to really make an impact, right? What businesses can do is just start small, know what the local hunger organizations in your community are. And once you know who they are, reach out to them and understand what is it that you need. And they may need monetary donations. They may need somebody that can come help them with a website. They may need somebody that can you know, help deliver food in the community. Whatever it is, find out what they need and then look back through your stakeholders and see how you can engage them, right? How can you engage your suppliers? How can you engage your employees? How can you engage other partners in really helping to raise awareness of this issue and then address it? And then the last thing is, you know what? The, the kids have the answer, right? The youth yeah. in this country have the answer to this issue. So how can you help support those young people who have the ideas, the big ideas that are going to end this issue? How can you get behind them and how can you lend them your expertise, your advice? You know, perhaps it is monetary or how can you partner them up with organizations like Share Our Strength to really help move this issue and solve this issue? Yeah, and you know, this is part of Tom, thank you, thank you, Jennifer, that for that. Tom, this is part of what you started to talk about. Now, here's what we don't know, right? We don't know this. We don't know that what, 20, maybe 25 million kids, maybe it's less, they receive, you know, during school, they receive these free or maybe even reduced price meals, right, through the National School Lunch Program. But now school's out. Isn't part of the problem, you know, that parents sometimes have a difficult time saying, I don't have enough money to feed my kid. And, you know, there's a lot of pride around this. The other part, isn't the other part, they don't even know where to go. Yeah, you you, you nailed it exactly, Dr. Pat. Um, and that's what we're really focused on is uh, a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, first, let's, let's, let's listen to the kids. Where are they during the summer? They're at the swimming pool. They're at the housing complex. They're at the rec center. So what do we have to do? Working with great partners like Sodexo and folks at the community level, 
let's get the food to those sites. And that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, the second thing is uh, let's, let's equip family members with the skills they need uh, to cook good meals and to stretch those food dollars. So we run a program called Cooking Matters. And then the last thing, it's your point about uh, Dr. Pat of families, parents, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, not knowing exactly where to go. And for that, we run a texting program. So it couldn't be simpler. All somebody has to do is take the word food, or in Spanish, comida, and text it to 877-877, and you will find out what's the nearest site. And somebody like you, Dr. Pat, helping us get the word out is addressing that very problem of not knowing where to go. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to even comprehend that in this country, but I guess now I'm, I'm having less and less feelings about it being hard to comprehend. We are really seeing what is at risk for our children in this country. And the notion that we have one of the richest countries in the world and this many kids may not get enough to eat is mind boggling. And so Jennifer, you know, Sodexo and what you're doing is, you know, the idea to stop hunger, to even say it about this country, many people are not going to connect the dots. And I'm hoping today with this show, we help them do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, part of our business, right? So in addition to being on the, the, the board of our foundation, mm -hmm. right? That's our, our philanthropic end. I, I'm also an executive with the company, right? And yeah. part of our business we are in many, many organizations across the U.S., but predominantly we also serve a lot of school districts, right? Sodexo employees feed 2 million meals a day during the school year. And our employees know that across the nation, one in six of those students on Friday when they leave school may not have another meal until they come back on Monday. When they leave school for a holiday, they might not have another meal until they come back. So, you know, we do a variety of things. We have what we call our Sodexo backpack program. Mm. During the school year, we pack 8,300 food backpacks that go home every week with these students to bridge that gap over the weekends. We have also put in place the Sodexo Feeding Our Future program that operates right now in 23 cities around the United States. And it's a summer meal feeding program. And we work with partnerships like Share Our Strength, like the USDA, to set these programs up and to help feed, our, feed you know, these, these students. The other thing that we do is we engage our employees, right? Sodexo, the, the, the foundation, and our employee base is very committed to this issue. Um, Sodexo employees are out there volunteering their time, their culinary expertise, their energy. They offer, you know, payroll deductions. The, the organization is rallied around this um, because we live and work in these communities. And, and this is an issue that we can solve if we come together and we partner with people in the community, mm -hmm. partner with organizations like Share Our Strength to, to end it. Yeah, I, I want to get back to what you're saying about this, Jennifer, and, and also, Tom, you know, the deal is you mentioned the state of Washington, and I don't want to I don't want to blow that off because I grew up on the East Coast. You know, my homeless bout was, you know, in the New York, New Jersey area. So I'm very familiar with how to live on the streets and make it work for you. 
Um, but people look at a state like Washington State and they think, you know what? It's got to be for those New Jersey, New York places. We don't have this going on here. We got Microsoft. We got Boeing. What is the illusion around this? Yeah, the reality is uh, we've actually got hungry kids in every county in this country. Yep. Every state. It's not just an East Coast problem. Uh, it's it's not just an urban problem. We've got hungry kids in the city, in rural communities, and in suburbia. So nobody should be under the illusion that hunger doesn't exist in their community. Yeah, and you know, this this is a short interview today to bring a new level of awareness. Um, I want to ask each of you before we kind of run out of time here, I want to ask each of you what's on the top of your list and how can people find out more? And Tom, let's start with you. Okay, uh, top of my list is making sure folks know where they can find that summer feeding site. So again, one more time, all they have to do is text food or comida to 877-877. Second ask would be get involved. We can all contribute our strength to ending child hunger in this country. Please come to our website, nokidhungry.org. Couldn't be easier. Find out more, get involved. Jennifer? Yep. Yep. And then from our perspective as well with the Sodexo Foundation, you know, again, the top of our list is ending childhood hunger. And the way we want to go about doing that is by making sure that we are engaging the youth in our community to do it because they have the answer. We look at organizations again, like Share Our Strength, Youth Service America, um, Food Recovery Network, Campus Kitchens. These are all organizations that help support young people in solving this problem. Well, one last question for each of you, and thank you so much for all that you do. I mean, you know, I so know what the journey is like to bring this level of awareness. I want to ask each of you, what is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? And thank you so much. So my personal message is when you give a meal to a hungry kid, it's more than just feeding them, right? You are you are giving them hope for the future. You are brightening their day. You're letting them know that they matter. And I think I would like to ask everyone to please take that seriously and, and look for a way you can make that difference. Awesome. Thomas, for you. I guess, yeah, my last message would be, uh, we need to make sure that our kids are cared for, loved, and well-fed, because it not only is for their strength and their well-being, but it's for the well-being of the country. We, are a, we cannot be a strong and successful country with weak kids. We need to take care of our children. Absolutely. Thank you both for all that you do. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thanks very much. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Listen while you work. 
streaming live on any device. Tune in to the Transformation Radio Network. Visit transformationradio.fm. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at the com. Take us with you on that morning commute. Download your favorite podcast from the Transformation Radio Network. Just visit transformationradio.fm. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Miss any shows during the week? Don't worry, we've got you covered. With the free Transformation Talk radio app, you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand. Yeah! Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices. Check out our app in the App Store and Google Play Store today. everyone. I am so thrilled to have Kyle Anderson joining me here today. Now, for those of you out there, let me tell you a little bit about this good news uh, segment we're bringing to the forefront. Many of us, and especially many of us that went back to school, uh, really didn't have a sense of what any of that was about. Paying for college? What do we know? What don't we know? Well, guess what? Kyle Anderson serves as principal and client strategies group with responsibility for managed investments. Today, he's here talking about what? A 529 plan? Did you all know what that is? Well, get ready for this new survey, hot off the press, what it is we know and don't know. Kyle, I'm telling you, I, this was an eye-opener for me. And for us as well. And it's certainly a timely topic because we're right in the midst of graduation season. And one of the greatest graduation gifts you could give your child or niece, nephew, um, including yourself, actually, and we can get into that later. But one of the best gifts you can give is the gift of a college education. And mm-hmm. one of the greatest college-saving tools is the 529 College Savings Plan. And guess what? I can tell you from my own experience, we just had this conversation a couple of days ago about a couple of uh, the youngsters in our family. And I will tell you that out of a group of adults, they did not know this. They did not know this. And what I said was, you got to be listening to the interview because you're going to hear some things. But am I like (laughs) on another planet or am I in the norm of people that don't know, don't know about it and definitely don't know how to use it? 
Well, the survey results, and we have done this now six years in a row, but the survey results indicated that seven, fully seven out of 10 U.S. investors do not correctly identify a 529 plan with a college savings plan. So they, they confuse it with a retirement plan. They confuse it with mm. uh, a health insurance plan. Many just simply don't know. But so and I said another way, only three in 10 actually know what a 529 plan is. And of the three in 10, certainly not all three uh, are, are using 529 plans as uh, as a strategy, which, which we think is unfortunate because a 529 plan is an investment savings vehicle that allows the earnings to grow tax-free, and it also ensures that the money will not be taxed when uh, funds are distributed to pay for college. Yeah, and that is really very different than a lot of people uh, that take an approach of taking money, putting it into an account, or putting it into a bond, or putting it into something, right? And then when they go to tap into that, that is not necessarily not taxable either. So um, what is it you're doing to raise this level of awareness here? It's a great question uh, as part of the ongoing effort to, to raise awareness for 529 plans and really college savings techni- techniques in, in, in general. Edward Jones branches across the country, our nearly 13,000 branches are, are recognizing this week as the Save for Education Week. Uh, it's a firm-wide holiday um, derived from the name of the, the college savings tool, the 529 plan. So think yep. May 29, 529. Yep. And this year, since May 29 fell on, on Memorial Day, our, our branch teams will be hosting events in the communities throughout the week to, as a reminder to, to families about the importance of setting educational savings goals. Yeah. And, you know, we make the common mistake. And and again, we were just talking about this over the weekend. You know, we make the common mistake of thinking I'm going to put it in this fund and that fund. And yeah, when I withdraw it, it could be this or it could be that. But this was very specifically created for this purpose, correct? That's absolutely correct. So started in 1996 yeah. with the sole purpose of funding uh, higher education, and, and that could be a Votech school, that could be uh, for a postgraduate degree, can be for a, a local JUCO, you, you name it. It's it's quite um, expansive in the in the number of options and the number of institutions that you can actually utilize the 529 plan and receive the the tax benefits. So a lot of misconceptions out there. I think people yeah. think that they're difficult to to fund, difficult to set up, that they're complex. Uh, we would certainly advise that they reach out to a financial advisor to to set a course, to set a, a game plan, and and. Um, get off on the right foot and on the right path to uh, to create these accounts early. Uh, and I think there's also a misconception that you have to have a lot of money or you have to have a huge lump sum to start these accounts. And nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, it, the, the key is uh, staying consistent, um, sticking with the plan, and uh, working with a financial advisor to to meet those objectives. You know, I mean, this this reminds me of of the the story that I was told about trademarks, and it's the same idea. It is, gee, trademarks are really, really uh, easy to do if you know how to do them. And so, you know, what I learned the hard way is 
you go to a trademark attorney to get your trademark set up. But this is really what you're saying. You have to go to people that know what they're doing because there are a lot of questions that come as a result of this. What are some of the questions? A lot of questions, a lot of misconceptions. Again, I think uh, the f- initial funding, most people think you have to have a, a large lump sum of money. Yeah. Uh, most people, some people think, well, gosh, with the, the daunting thought of how expensive college is, um, should, it, should we even try? When, when, you know, can it even be accomplished? Um, we, we, think it, we think it can. And, and I use myself and the story of the, my folks set an account aside for me when I was younger, um, not with a big lump sum of money, but they were consistent in funding the account, um, birthdays, Christmas, holidays, they, they put money into the account. Um, for me, that, that lump sum grew to uh, an amount that actually did pay for all of my schooling and, in fact, had a little bit um, left over at the end. So uh, the lesson I learned there was I have nine nieces and nephews. Uh, I'm, I visited with my brothers and sisters and said, hey, look, instead of um, your, your child receiving the, maybe the seventh red, red uh, fire engine or, or, or toy, why don't we uh, start a 529 plan for them? Maybe a more meaningful gift to them at, at age 18, and they probably won't miss that toy. And so my sister, who uh, actually was at the University of Washington at the time there in Seattle, um, said, this is a great idea. Let, let's get these accounts started. Um, I now have nieces and nephews in college, and uh, they're, they're the beneficiaries of, of these great 529 savings tools. Well, and, you know, let's just talk about this. There is a, there is a predisposition almost, if I could use that term, um, that people look at to uh, say, you know, I, I, I think I'm just going to use my personal savings account. You know what I mean? Let, let me just put in personal savings. And then uh, the percentage I saw of, of the people that you surveyed, like over 60%, indicated that that's what they're going to do. They're going to use their personal savings to do this. Uh, because what is it? We pass down this information and we just don't know another way, right? Well, I think that's exactly right. And the survey data did point to that, um, especially with the millennials. So only 30% of the millennials could correctly identify the 529 plan as a college education vehicle. Um, they, they did have education on their mind. They believe that their children would go to college, uh, but 60% of millennials are using a savings account, um, which might be an okay first step, but we do think that um, there are better, better plans and, and better pathways, including the 529 plan, um, to get the best tax-advantaged account in place, to make sure that the the investment choices are appropriate, um, to help defray the the ever growing and ever increasing um, education expenses. Yeah, how can people find out more about first of all about five twenty nine, but also about Edward Jones and what you all are doing? Because if they hear this interview, they're going to want to rush to you know the organization to say, "Listen, I heard this about you all. How, what's the best way to do that?" Two ways I would identify. We have over 13,000 branch teams in the U.S. Uh, go find your, your local financial advisor at Edward Jones. They're, they're uh, perhaps right around the corner from you. Or digitally, Edward Jones, all one word, edwardjones.com is a great place to start as well. Um, super information regarding college savings accounts, uh, saving for retirement, um, how to navigate the two of them, and certainly some good information that can help point people in the right direction. 
Wow, thank you very much. I want to ask you one last question. Um, you know, for people that are listening to the show today um, and they're thinking about, wow, I need to find out more. Um, and maybe this is a question you might be able to sh- uh, answer for us is most financial places may or may not encourage people to find out more. Um, definitely they can go online, but are there specific questions that you could think of that would help that they should ask their financial people? Absolutely. Arm yourself uh, with a bit of education before you go in to speak with an advisor. Do some research on your own. Again, Edward Jones is a great place. EdwardJones.com is a great place to start. Um, Get a list of questions that you have that pertain to your financial situation, um, pertain to the goals uh, for your children and grandchildren. Um, and, and just make sure that you're prepared to, uh, to, to have a candid conversation about um, ways to make sure that you're balancing between saving for yourself, saving for your retirement, um, but not putting the, the kids' education on the back burner because it's such an important topic. Oh, my gosh. You know, Kyle, thank you so much for today. Thank you for all that you're doing, uh, because you're absolutely right. You know, parents really weighs really heavy on their heart, not having options for their kids. Thank you for today. Happy to be here. Thanks for your time as well. All right. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Are you traveling most of your day? Do you want to take Transformation Talk Radio with you anywhere you go? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. Just go to the App Store on your Apple device or the Google Play Store on your Android and search Transformation Talk Radio. Catch all of our live shows no matter where you are. Thanks for listening. Listen while you work. Streaming live on any device. Tune in to the Transformation Radio Network. Visit transformationradio.fm. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do, For a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on The Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Take us with you on that morning commute. Download your favorite podcast from the Transformation Radio Network. Just visit transformationradio.fm. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Imagine a world where good news, positive information and stories were the mainstream. Tell us your positive story 
Hashtag positivity rules. You are listening to the Transformation Radio Network. Miss any shows during the week? Don't worry, we've got you covered. With the free Transformation Talk radio app, you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices. Check out our app in the App Store and Google Play Store today. Hi, everyone. You know, we have been doing these good news segments for all of you out there to bring you up to date on the latest and greatest. You know, what's out there in the world of healing, wellness, and just living life full out. Um, I want to introduce you to um, someone, Dr. Michael Harris of Duke Cancer Center, who is here to talk about an approved, advanced approved treatment for bladder cancer. For those of you out there, you know, that may or may not know much about this, you know, we are here today to educate, to inform, and to let you know what it is that Dr. Michael Harrison has discovered and what the new treatment of Tecentric is all about. This has been granted an accelerated approval by the FDA. And Dr. Harrison is joining us here today to talk about why, what we know and don't know about bladder cancer, and what people should know to ask their doctors. Dr. Harrison, thank you for today. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, let's start out with uh, a conversation about what the breakthrough is. You know, before we get into the details of bladder cancer, let's talk about what has been discovered and now approved by the FDA. Sure. And so the big news is the approval of atezolizumab, which is called Tecentric, about one month ago. And that was for patients with advanced bladder cancer who are not able to take cisplatin chemotherapy. Yeah. So let's talk about Tecentric for a minute, because we're not just talking about approval by the FDA. We're talking about accelerated approval. And so I want to break this down a little bit for our listeners to understand that bladder cancer isn't something that just is a drive by incidence. Tell us, give us the background a little bit here on what people don't know about bladder cancer and how Tecentric is going to help with this. Okay, sure. Yeah. So as you know, May May is Bladder Cancer Awareness Month. And so I think one thing that people don't recognize is that bladder cancer is the fifth most common cause of cancer in the U.S. Um, so it will affect about 80,000 Americans in the U.S. this year. As far as you know how it presents, it's a lot of times presents with blood in the urine, but it can also be nonspecific symptoms. So things like having to urinate more often, having pain or burning during urination or feeling like people have to go immediately. So those can be signs or symptoms of of other things like a urinary tract infection. So it is important that if people are having those, that they go ahead and, and seek medical treatment. 
And, you know, for for people listening, certainly we have some websites out there that are going to help them, um, you know, know more, more about this. You know, definitely there's information at the Bladder Cancer Advocacy Network's website, which is bcan.org uh, or cancer.org. Um, why is the accelerated approval of Tecentric, why is that key? And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, these kinds of solutions usually have a pathway that they have to go. But this, when I read the word granted accelerated approval, I'm very interested on what the breakthrough is here. Sure. So, so the accelerated approval pathway by the FDA is a little bit interesting because it's an effort to bring treatments to patients sooner. And that's specifically in areas where there is not a lot of evidence or there's really no standard of care. So one example is when patients have advanced bladder cancer. So that's bladder cancer that's spread outside the bladder and is so-called metastatic or stage four. In that setting, the standard of care for about 30 years was to give cisplatin-based chemotherapy. But the problem was that about half of patients were not eligible for that therapy. And that was for various reasons, but things like age, being too frail or having other medical problems that just precluded the use of that cisplatin-based chemotherapy. So for these patients, up to 50%, there was really no standard of care. And that's where uh, immunotherapy like atezolizumab was, was approved one month ago. So it's really given these patients new options and, and new hope for, for treatment. Well, let's talk about, you know, a couple of the things that are really different about Tocentric for a minute, if we could. Um, you know, this is really going to widen the base of treatment for people that are affected by cancer here. Um, but, you know, this is something, too, that also provides hope for people that are in this, you know, suffering from bladder cancer. So it really does widen the web, doesn't it? I think that's exactly right. I think it does widen the base. And, and there's mm -hmm. evidence suggesting, again, that, you know, up to half of people just weren't being treated in, in this setting, which if you kind of take that a step further, that means those patients were just going home to die. Um, mm -hmm. and, and there was not a lot of hope. So the thing that's unique about immunotherapy is, the way that it works through the immune system to fight the cancer and that early evidence is suggesting it could be maybe as well or better tolerated than chemotherapy, although there's, there's work underway to, to study that further. But I think you know, the key thing to recognize is that as an immunotherapy, atezolizumab has a different side effect profile than chemotherapy. So you know, if, if you're a patient who has advanced bladder cancer, who's not a chemotherapy candidate, you know, I would encourage people not to give up hope and to really seek treatment from a specialist who could tell them whether whether immunotherapy is an appropriate option for them. And, you know, part of this is now getting the word out so that patients can ask the right questions. Um, and that's, I think, one of the most important things about doing shows like this, and we've been doing a series of them, is we want to put in the hands of people uh, more knowledge, more information, even if their doctors are not fully aware. I mean, this really is, you know, the empowering part of this, isn't it? Yeah, and I think I think it is empowering, and I think you know, shows like yours are great, and, and you know, helping patients to be proactive and, and to kind of seek the best treatments. 
And, and you know, look, I, I think doctors out there, oncologists are, are just trying to do their best, but there's been a real flood of information with all of the new approvals, not just in bladder cancer, but in all cancers over the past few years. And they're, they're just struggling to keep up. So I think, you know, patients advocating for themselves is very important. Um, potentially being seen at an academic medical center, getting a second opinion, you know, looking at clinical trials option is, is important along those lines to, to stay on the cutting edge of, of what the new treatments are. Yeah. Now, look, you're a leading oncologist, right? So here we are, we're talking about something. We're talking about an area that's kind of shocking. It almost reminds me of another uh, advocacy campaign that I'm involved with. Um, 30 years, is this true? No new treatments in 30 years here? It really is true. It's, it's wow. unfortunate, but I think, you know, the, the new approvals have given us a lot of hope uh, over the past year. Yeah, I mean, first of all, um, this is an area where people have definitely said that they cannot get any help. So this is this is for family. This is for people that are thinking about. Wait a minute, what should I know? What can I do now? I want to ask you. You've been doing a lot of these interviews. What would you say from your experience? You know, the many many people you treat on a regular basis. I would love to know the top three things that you uh, want to share with our listeners on to Centric? What, what, are, the to, what are your top three? Well, I, I think the top three things are to, to realize that drugs like to Centric are much different from chemotherapy. So that means that people may tolerate them when they don't tolerate chemotherapy. Um, that means that they can work when chemotherapy isn't an option. And so, you know, thirdly, I think the thing that's giving people a lot of hope about immunotherapy in general is that with some immunotherapy treatments, Decentric included, there can be very durable responses. And let me tell you what I mean by that. That means if a patient does have a response in terms of the Decentric holding the cancer stable or shrinking the cancer, that response can last quite a long time, upwards of a year. And so that's really what differentiates these drugs from chemotherapy. Yeah, and this is really for me and our listeners, you know, it's really important to get information out there. It's really important to understand the right questions to ask. Um, you know, what has a response been since you've been bringing this new information out about Decentric? What, what, what do you think the response is? Are people elated? Are they wanting to, you know, find out more? Or are they running into roadblocks with their own doctors, so to speak? I think people have been people have been uniformly positive. I think you know there is again there is some you know rapid change in the landscape of treatment. So there's some confusion out there among doctors about kind of what is the best treatment for any given patient. And I think that's where we at academic centers can help. But I would say you know from a patient's point of view, this is bringing hope to patients who who essentially had no hope. So you know literally, I have had patients break down crying when I told them that I had a treatment option for them and, and we discussed drugs like Tocentric. And, you know, that I think that is that is nothing but a good thing because again, some of these patients I'm afraid were just going home to die and, and just losing hope. And so, you know, now we not only have drugs like Tocentric, but we have other immunotherapies, combination immunotherapies, drugs in trials that could become approved that that are also good options. So 
I think the future is very bright for treatment of bladder cancer. Now, you know, the question that everybody I think asks about uh, about where we are and what we do, the question really is, what should people be aware of? You know, of course, this is a new drug. Of course, it's been tested. But the point is, what are some of the side effects? What should we know? And and this is a good point because so the way that the way that immunotherapy like Tocentric works is it revs up the immune system to fight the cancer, but when it gets too revved up, it starts to have trouble figuring out, you know, is the normal body tissue, is that foreign or, or normal? And it can start attacking the normal body tissue and that can cause inflammation anywhere in the body. Now, typically that inflammation is not that severe, but it can be very severe and life-threatening. So people can have, you know, basically inflammation anywhere. They can have lung problems, liver problems, intestinal problems, hormone gland problems. So it's a little bit of awareness, both on the patient's part and on their doctor's part, just to, to have their antennae up for these types of side effects. Because if they're recognized, they can be treated fairly easily with things like steroids that dampen the immune system. And so if they're treated earlier, you know, then they're not likely to be life-threatening. Um, I think that the you know the the main point of what we're talking about is to really get the word out so that people can truly understand that they have more options. Um, you know, the, you, my sense is you know from this, uh, Dr. Harrison, is that you know when you hear the words or the diagnoses come back on this, usually it's followed by "there's not much we can do." Now that may change, right? I mean, that's the end game here. And that's exactly right. So, so for, you know, up to half of patients who are formerly told we don't have a lot for you, those patients have a new option. Yeah. Um, what, what is it that's being provided for the general public? Tell us about the websites. Tell us about, you know, some of the things that people can find out about Tocentric. Uh, Sure. So one of the one of the best websites I think is the Bladder Campus, sorry, Bladder Cancer Advocacy Network website, and that's bcan.org. Also the American Cancer Society website is, is cancer.org. So either one of those, they both have great information on bladder cancer and about treatments such as newer immunotherapies like Tocentric. And I think importantly they have information about clinical trials. So the BCAN website actually has a clinical trial matching service to help put patients in touch with appropriate clinical trials. Okay, um, I wanna ask you this last question. I mean, we're talking about accelerated approval for this. So one also has to ask the question, are insurance companies on board with this? Or is there like a little time gap between what we're talking about here and doctors and insurance companies catching up? So there can be, there can be a gap from when uh, insurance companies kind of catch up to new data. Yeah. But typically when there is an FDA approval, typically all major insurance companies will, will cover that drug. Now, the difficulty is that patients may have a copayment that, that can be significant. So that's where things like patient assistance programs, yeah. foundations can come in. And that's where you know they would need some help from their doctor's office to kind of navigate those, those programs. Well, awesome. You know, thank you, Dr. Harrison. Thank you so much. I have one last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with here? The message that I would leave people with is that there is a lot of hope in, for, for advanced bladder cancer treatment. 
uh, there are a lot of new clinical trials coming along as well. So we may see the standards of care continue to change in bladder cancer. So I would encourage people to see oncologists, to see uh, academic oncologists, to see what their options are, to see if some of the newer therapies like immunotherapy might be right for them. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Harrison. Thank you for today. I know you've got a busy schedule. Thank you for all you're doing about this. Thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. 